0: Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to talk about the Atom. The Atom is known as the fundamental building block of all matter. But first, I just want to thank GoToMeeting with HD Faces for sponsoring this week's podcast. Summer's coming, and that means many of us will be spending more time working from home or traveling. So sometimes getting everyone together for a meeting may just seem like an impossible task, but not if you have GoToMeeting with HD Faces by Citrix. GoToMeeting lets you host meetings with clients and colleagues face-to-face all while online, no matter where they are. Attendees can join from any computer, iPad, iPhone, or Android device just by downloading the free app. And if you're a listener to this podcast, you can try GoToMeeting for free for 30 days. Just visit GoToMeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, And use the promo code PODCAST. Oh, one more thing. GoToMeeting is giving away eight new iPads on Facebook. All you have to do is visit Facebook and like the GoToMeeting page, and then you can enter to win a new iPad. And you can refer a friend. If they win the iPad, so do you. Check it out. If everything in the universe were made out of Legos, an atom would be one individual piece. But what is an atom? And how can it act like a building block? An atom is super, super small. It consists of a central nucleus made of protons and neutrons, surrounded by zero or more electrons. In order to classify an atom, we need to know how many protons it has, how many neutrons, and how many electrons. The number of protons an atom has determines which element it is. An oxygen atom will always have eight protons. A carbon atom will always have six protons. An atom of gold will always have 79 protons. If you've ever seen the periodic table of elements, you probably know that the elements are arranged on that table in the order of the number of protons they have. The number of protons an atom has is called its atomic number. Aside from protons, the nucleus of an atom also contains neutrons. While every carbon atom in the universe has exactly 6 protons, they don't all have the same number of neutrons. Most carbon atoms, around 98.9% of them, have 6 neutrons. However, about 1.1% have 7 neutrons. The mass number of an atom is the total protons plus the total neutrons that an atom has. So the mass number of a carbon atom with 6 neutrons would be 12, since carbon always has 6 protons, and 6 protons plus 6 neutrons gives an atomic mass of 12. Atoms that have the same number of protons but different numbers of neutrons are called isotopes. We usually refer to isotopes by their mass numbers. So, a carbon atom with 6 protons and 7 neutrons would usually be called carbon-13. As I mentioned in the episode on radiation, sometimes an atom will have more neutrons in its nucleus than it can handle, making it unstable. Unstable isotopes are called radioactive isotopes, and they'll break down by splitting into pieces or shedding particles and energy in the form of radiation. This breakdown is referred to as radioactive decay. And depending on the particular atom, that breakdown can occur in a few seconds, or it might take place over thousands of years. The final components of an atom are electrons. Way back in the ancient past of the early 1900s, scientists thought that electrons orbited the nucleus like little planets orbiting the sun. Apparently, the electrons didn't like being tied down like that, because now we know that electrons don't behave so predictably and can in fact be anywhere they want to. Thank you very much. Fortunately, despite these claims of rash spontaneity, electrons can be expected to spend most of their time in specific areas of space around the nucleus called atomic orbitals. These orbitals have various shapes depending on how many electrons an atom has, and a couple of other factors. Now, electrons are a bit antisocial, so no more than two electrons can fit into any given orbital. The number of electrons and protons that an atom has determines its charge. Each proton has one positive charge and each electron has one negative charge. You might remember that neutrons are neutral and have no charge. So an atom with six protons and six electrons would have a net charge of zero. In other words, six positives plus six negatives all cancel each other out to make zero. If that atom is irresponsible and loses one of its electrons, then it will now have one more positive charge than it has negative charges, giving it a net charge of positive one or plus one. Atoms that have a net charge other than zero are called ions. The number of electrons that an atom has and its net charge determine a lot of the chemical properties of an atom, such as how likely it is to bond with another atom, something I'll discuss in more detail in a later episode. So there you have it. With just three little numbers, the atomic number, the number of protons, the mass number, the number of protons plus the number of neutrons, and the net charge, the number of protons minus the number of electrons, you can uniquely identify every kind of atom in the universe. Next time, we'll talk about how atoms combine together to make molecules. If you liked today's episode, please become a friend of Everyday Einstein on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Or better yet, go on to iTunes and leave a review. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your mom. If you have a question you'd like to see on a future episode, as always, you can send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm Lee Phelan with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science.